اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد واصحاب وبارك وسلم اما بعد جماعه المسلمين السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته so a very warm welcome to the listeners alhamdulillah of voice of the cape on this auspicious occasion jumaah Insha'Allah, and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that our interaction and engagement here today will be an interaction and engagement of benefit to an akhirah, insha'Allah. Alhamdulillah, brothers and sisters, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for having endowed the human species with the aql, the tariqul mirrah. And it is by that aqal, by that intelligence, intellect, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given humanity the propensity to be able to make sense of his existence on this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's dunya. And of course, as we know, as Muslims, as believers, We accept that from time to time, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the human history has sent messengers to this dunya in order for the humanity of this dunya in whichever time they existed to be guided in order that the sensibility that they arrive at in terms of our existence on this dunya is a sensibility that guides us to the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and therefore we say that the rationality the intellect that we hear as proponents and followers of the message that the Rasul Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was commissioned not only to deliver to humanity but to explain it to humanity in a practical way that we the proponents we say that we hold fast unto this guidance this universal guidance in order that we too in our comfortable vantage point in the 21st century here today can also make sense of our existence what this existence is all about and where this existence is eventually going to lead us and therefore this historical mirror this manner this way of the aqal it is none other as we said the rationality why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the ability to engage this reason with the revelation of the Quran so it is the engagement of a reason with the revelation 
that causes what the realization is going to be of the human being on this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's earth. This insight to be gained and the level of engagement of the intellect of reason, of rationality with revelation, it is going to determine the level of realization that we are going to arrive at in our sojourn on this dunya on our way to the akhirah. And of course, we are in the season of Hajj. One of the principal reference, guiding points and markers, divine markers, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us to follow. And here in this Muslim Hajj, we remind ourselves what happened in our build-up to the very Hajj itself. And in terms of our engagement with the revelation, we understand that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has delivered to us part of the ayah, as we said on Yawmul Hajj, Yawmul Arafah, وَرَدِيتُ لَكُمُ الْإِسْلَامَ دِينَ And verily, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen for humanity a deen, a methodology, systematics. And that methodology, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs humanity is al-Islam. Al-Islam Deen. It is a methodology that is based at its rationale, at its basis, that the human being on this dunya has to develop in order to coexist, to live on this dunya in peace, tranquility, in compassion. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to us, the ta'awan, the cooperation, wa ta'awan al-birri wa taqwa, that that cooperation, that interaction, engagement, should be towards goodness, and the building up of the taqwa, the consciousness, the awareness, of why we are here on this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's dunya, وَلَا تَعَاوُنُ عَلَى الْإِثْمِ وَالْعُدَوَانِ And not to engage each other towards transgression, towards that which will defocus us from our purpose of, this, of being on this dunya. And in that way, towards enmity, and do we not have enough enmity between the human species on this dunya today? May Allah help us and grant us that we move away from that, insha'Allah. But that, we can say, is the purpose of the intellect in its engagement 
with the revelation for the quality of realization, the quality, the maqasid, the, 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 the whole impetus, the reason. And therefore we can say, on that basis, Islam, وَرَدِيتُ لَكُمُ الْإِسْلَامَ دِينَ That Islam, in terms of the guiding principles that Muhammad ﷺ was ordered to deliver to humanity, that those principles are none other than the principles of a true civilization, a true hidara, a true civilization, and that no other so-called civilization can ever be compared. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator, not only of the human being, not only of the world, not only of the solar system, not only of this universe, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of existence itself, knows what is best for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's human species, because it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that has brought us into existence, alhamdulillah. And therefore we can say, on that basis, and with the evidence of realization that we uncover for ourselves, because remember, brothers and sisters, Islam is evidence-based. It is not far-fetched stories. It is not bedam stories. Islam, the Quran, it came to the intellect of the human being. And that intellect has the ability, the propensity, to be able not only to absorb it, but to make sense of it. Otherwise, how then would Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have said to us, لَوْ أَنزَلْنَا هَذَا الْقُرَانَ عَلَى جَبَلِ اللَّهِ رَأَيْتَهُ خَاشِعَ مُتَصَدِّ مِنْ خَشْيَةِ اللَّهِ If that Quran was revealed on the mountains, the mountains would have been scattered, reduced to dust because of the inherent energy of the Quran, subhanAllah. And here we, the human species, the human being, we have been given that gift, the gift of the intellect, the gift of the aql, to make sense, to engage the Quran. And therefore we can say that Islam then on the basis of evidence, proven beyond a doubt, it is a self-contained culture. It is a self-contained civilization. Self-contained culture and civilization for whom? And for whom? For humanity at large. For humanity holistically. Therefore, anybody on this dunya that follows those principles with sincerity will be able to realize the pristine civilization that Islam by way of the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam offers each and every human being on this dunya. And therefore these foundational principles, they are constant, but the application are ever-changing according to the fitra, the natural manner, the way society progresses from stage to stage, from age to age. 
the basic principles are the constants and the application of it, that is dynamic. And this is the point that Muslims all over the dunya are building up now. That that point will be illustrated once again on an, as it is on an annual basis in the manner of the Hajj, insha'Allah. Because if we look in the context of the human situation today, because if we cannot relate that which the Rasul has brought to us to follow, to guide us, if we cannot relate it to our present context, then of course, it's like having a car but not having license to drive, or you cannot drive. It will be pearls or treasures that we don't know even how valuable it is. So in terms of our context, let's look at the reality today. Because we, we have proven to ourselves that this Islam it's a self-contained culture and civilization specific to the human being in order to fit in harmoniously and complement the natural order of the universe. However, if we look at 21st, in 21st century context of the human condition in general, whether it's locally, nationally, or even globally, and then we will see in general Human society today, it is dislocated. It is out of balance. Corruption seems to be the norm and probably is the norm. To lie, to steal, has become acceptable forms of behavior in human society today. Status today is measured by evil dominance of one person over the other or one party over the other or governments over the civilians which they in fact must protect. Evil dominance. These are the norms that's being cultivated today in a society who's trying to plot their own way forward on the basis of their own hawa. This is the society today that turns away of wanting to engage the intellect with revelation, reason with revelation. They turn away from it. A society today we're living in Globally, locally, whatever, where the society itself is held ransom to crime and corruption. It's been painted as if this crime and corruption is so insurmountable that we are drowning in it. These are the norms. This is the context 
the reality in which we are living. Even movement of people are becoming more and more restricted. Why? Because basic needs and necessities of life are becoming luxuries due to this evil socio-economic norms of greed. This leads, as we see today, to landscapes, moral landscapes, becoming devoid of a moral consciousness, morality. And we ask ourselves the question, brothers and sisters, how relevant is Islam? Is the message that Muhammad sallallahu was commissioned by none other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to deliver to humanity for all times. How relevant is that message? Is that message still relevant? Or is that, has that message become irrelevant? And of course, we will say, obviously, the Quran and the Sunnah will always be relevant. And therefore, the other question then would be asked. So therefore, has the behavior of the human being reduced him, the human being, to becoming somewhat like excess baggage, drowning themselves by trying to base their life on their own hawa, on their own emotions, wherever those emotions wants to carry them. And therefore, the hajj, the Hajj, it is that annual human rights conference, universal human rights conference that plays itself out on a place, a desert, to nurture and remind the human species on this planet in whichever age of the foundational principles of civilization. And that is what we say, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen for humanity. The deen of Islam was encompassed in that, embedded in that. Therein are the foundational principles of civilization. But if we are just going to perform that manner, that rukn of hajj as a ritual and not endeavor to use the intellect, the aql, the reason, rationality to draw out the significance to understand that. Then that ayah or the ayahs of the Quran, it will then remain, brothers and sisters, it will remain sacred information. Because the sacred information is there. It is up to the interaction of the human intellect. And that level of interaction with that sacred information will determine how we draw out the knowledge to know, to realize. And it is so uncannily coincidental, the whole plan that has been set out for the human species. It started with Iqra, making us aware of our rationality 
to engage this that is going to come, the Quran, and it's coming. When was that? When we celebrated or commemorated during the month of Ramadan, the Laylatul Qadr. And it culminates on the Arafah to know, to realize, وَرَدِيتُ لَكُمُ الْإِسْلَامَ دِينَ In the time of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam, Sayyidina Hajra, a fountain, a spring, sprouted out in a desert. We call it a zamzam. Desert, water, وَجَعَلَ مِنَ الْمَاكُلِ شَيْحِيمِ Water. And now ISIS in the desert coming up. Time after that, in the time of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, not a physical fountain that came up, oasis that came up as the zamzam, but an intellectual fountain, an intellectual oasis, and that is the oasis of rationality. That that rationality, when it engages the Qur'an in the proper manner or in a deep manner, the rationality, the reason will come to the realization of the knowledge. And that knowledge, that is the oasis of the mind. The oasis of the mind for us to realize. So therefore the nature of the revelation is to continuously maintain that fitra, that nature in our behavior in the behavior of the human being, in order that we do not soil our actions by ingratitude, by defocused, by becoming imbalanced and unbalanced by our societies, whether that society is on a family level or communal level, whatever, that the society does not become dislocated. To show that the Hajj is the annual reaffirmation of the fundamental principles of the civilization where Allah says, وَرَضِيتُ لَكُمُ الْإِسْلَامَ دِينَ And as the Rasul guides us with the saying, تَرَكْتُ فِيكُمْ شَيْئِينَ لَن تَضِلُّ مَا تَمَسَّكْتُمْ بِهِمَا كِتَابُ اللَّهُ وَسُنَّتِي So concisely and precisely Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gives us this, this guidance and remember brothers and sisters that which the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came to show us, came to advise us, whether by speech or action, etc. Allah qualifies it for our understanding, our benefit. As to how that ad- advice was given, where Allah says to us, وَمَا يَنْتِكُ عَنِ الْهَوَىٰ إِنْ وَإِلَّا وَحْيُ يُوحَىٰ That that's which Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam advises us, 
It does not come from the Rasul It is ilham. It is divine inspiration. And this is the gift that we are being given and have in order to foster this tremendous civilization of Islam. And when we look in the context of society today, we ask the question, it is not, is it then not that we, the human being, in terms of our behavior, our behavior has become irrelevant. But Islam will always be relevant. The reference, sacred reference source of the Quran and the Sunnah of the Rasul, it will always be relevant. But we are making ourselves by means of our actions irrelevant. And therefore we see the consequences throughout the dunya. We see the consequences, in fact, even when we want to look hone in specifically to the Muslim ummah globally, we see the dire straits in which Muslims find themselves today to the point where they are killing each other physically, subhanAllah. Making themselves, the actions, totally irrelevant in terms of our understanding and therefore our engagement with the Quran and the Sunnah of the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And here the Rasul says to us, Taraktu fikum shay'ain. It's almost like saying, an inheritance, I've left behind an inheritance. Somebody leaves something behind, it's like an inheritance. Taraktu fikum shay'ain. I've left behind two things. Now, the word lan is used there. Not la tadillu. Lan tadillu. La means no. Lan means never. Noit. Never. And the Rasul says to us, Never will you go astray. Never will you disintegrate as a society or whatever. As long as you hold fast on those two things. And what are those two things? Kitabullah wa sunnati. The kitab of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the chief, the primary divine reference source, was sunnati. And my sunnah Muhammad says, that explains the Quran in a practical way, how to implement it, how to engage the Quran. And of course, we recite the hadith, we talk about the hadith, but we can see, brothers and sisters, the global ummah today, our understanding of the hadith, we have not yet come to that realization. And that only says one thing, and that is, as we said at the beginning of this lecture, that we are not allowing our intellect, our rationality, our reason to engage the revelation on the manner as it should be engaged. And that is why our realization is on a very, very low scale.
And here is the proof of guidance that the Rasulullah is giving us. And therefore we say, in the Hajj, if we look at the Hajj in terms of its ritual performance, what do we see? We see the engagement of cultures from all over the world. The interaction of cultures. There's not a clash of cultures. It is a compassionate meeting of cultures. And yet, not even a thousand or seven hundred kilometers outside that area, we find Muslims killing Muslims, subhanAllah. Where cultures are clashed. Does that not show us, brothers and sisters, that we are dislocated? We are totally unbalanced. We are totally confused. We are performing the rituals, but we are not enacting the ibadah. And the enactment of the ibadah comes with the usage, with the engagement of the rationality with the revelation to come to a realization in terms of the context in which we are living. And therefore, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to us, وَلَقَدَ صَرَّفْنَا لِلنَّاسِ فِي هَذَا الْقُرْآنِ مِنْ كُلِّ مَثْلٍ The first part of the ayah, Surah Isra. Allah says, Verily, وَلَقَدَ without a shadow of doubt, صَرَّفْنَا لِلنَّاسِ Allah don't say that, the Qur'an in all its multitudes of examples and explanations, Allah does not say in this ayah, in the Qur'an, that this Qur'an has been explained to Muslims only. Allah says, Linas, to humanity. It is a guiding reference, divine reference for humanity. Min kulli mafal. And then, of course, the warning comes. But most of humanity, they reject it. They choose the path of the hawa. And of course, They are the two ways. Choose what, what creator or maker can bring forth a creation from nothingness and give that creation the propensity of choice, the ability to choose, subhanAllah. That's why we say Allah is Allahu Akbar. Illa kafura. How do they reject it? They reject it with ingratitude. And what is one of the major forms of ingratitude towards the Qur'an, towards the haqq that humanity shows or exercises, kafura, kufr. Now we have this understanding, kafir, coming from kufr, kafara, it means to reject. It also means to conceal, to cover up. How we are covering up, how humanity is covering up that which is the haqq, 
But of course, we can cover up and we can cover up. But of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us this rope to hang ourselves should we embark on, a, on a, an expedition, so to say, like that, where Allah says, وَقُلْ جَاءَ الْحَقِّ وَزَهَقَ الْبَاطِلِ إِنَّ الْبَاطِلًا كَانَ زَهُوقًا Right? Say to them, O Muhammad sallam, the haq has been established and the batil will vanish. Because the very essence of batil is to vanish. And therefore, brothers and sisters, in ending off this talk, we have to employ perseverance. Inna Allah ma'asabirin. A sovereign jamil, patience, perseverance. In the face of this adversity of human behavior. Because today, we have to challenge, we have to fight intellectually. These corrupt manners of behavior that is being implemented and developed. That is shaping our minds and especially the minds of our youngsters. That this is how it should be. You can't lie, you can't be corrupt, you can't take drugs, you can't do this. And this universal conference of Hajj is the reaffirmation for each and every Muslim, those people that's actually going to perform the Hajj on Arafah. Those are the ambassadors of humanity that has precipitated to that focal point on this Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's dunya. They, they, they have to make their stance, their interaction, their engagement, this compassionate meeting of minds, of cultures, on the basis of the prime source, the sacred source of the Quran and Sunnah. That is what the Hajj. And then they celebrate that conference, the sacrifice of having gotten there, of leaving their families behind, of going from far. We are so very fortunate here from our place. We can go by plane or by whatever, etc. People come over land, on foot, whatever, etc. Making that sacrifice to attend this universal conference, to discuss what is the way forward for this ummah, this ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam? What are our ailments? Where have we gone wrong? Why have we become dislocated, etc.? And of course, many supreme and divine reference sources will be used at that sacred conference. We have just mentioned two in terms of time constraints. To remind ourselves, we have been, we are the inheritors to follow, not to own, but to follow those primary sources. We have been left behind to follow those two things. Never will we go astray if we hold on fast unto them the Quran and the Sunnah of the Rasul. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah says to us also a reference source in the Quran. To humanity, this Quran has been revealed, and this for humanity, not only Muslim, to humanity, to Linnas, 
This Quran reveals the multitude of examples of how to live our lives, how to interact and engage, how to ta'awun, to cooperate on the basis of haq in the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so that, وَرَدِيتُ لَكُمُ الْإِسْلَامَ دِينَ That Islam is realized by us, what Islam really is, what peace really is, what tranquility really is, what that engagement for advancement really is. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us, inshallah, that we start to realize this, that we start to really engage these primary sources on the level of trying to take out and discover the benefits of knowledge in it. And that it not just remain sacred information sitting on the top shelf of our houses and so forth. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant our ambassadors, the hujaj, that will be gathering inshallah in due course on the plains of Arafah. Remember Arafah means to know, to realize that's where it's going to take place. Grant them most importantly, on a human scale, their health, their strength, that they may conduct this sacred conference in the name of Allah to the best of their ability so that value can flow from that conference throughout the Muslim world, throughout humanity, in fact, that humanity can come to their senses in our time, in our context, in this time, that we can realize that the way we are going, this is not the way that is conducive, that each and every child of ours can grow up and be allowed to fall on a soft mattress of iman to be able to stand up again and develop to their full potential as a human being. Because you cannot but look at the TV with tears in your eyes if you see those little children, what they are going to, etc. And here, once again, we have to ask ourselves the question, and I end over this question. Let us sit around our supper tables, etc. And just discuss this one question, and that is, how relevant do we consider ourselves as people that has accepted to engage the message of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, which is the Quran and the Sunnah. Let us just discuss our relevancy, consider our relevancy in our engagement with the Quran and Sunnah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that some seeds of realization will be born from that, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant that our interaction today is an interaction of barakah, inshallah, to the voice of the Cape, to the Jama'ah, to the people of this masjid, the committee, etc. We say shukran, wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.